Thank you for listening to our Love City Church podcast. Visit us online at www.lovecitychurch.ca. We pray that this message encourages you and strengthens you in your walk with Jesus. City Church, we're so excited you're here with us online today, joining us from your beautiful home. Come on, we're ready to get into the Word today, and um, hey, if you're watching online right now, you can comment below. If something speaks to you, just make maybe say amen in the bottom, or hit a like button, or if you want to host a watch party, just go, go over to your Facebook page and host a watch party, and, uh, and uh, get other people to join us today as we talk about uh, thriving, not surviving. We're talking about thriving, not surviving in this season. And uh, I'm just going to jump right into it today. We're just going to get right into the Word. We're going to turn to Exodus chapter 15. And today, today what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay a foundation for our series that really is a May series. And just depending on how it goes, we might push it into June. We're going to talk about marriage uh, and relationships this month. We're going to talk about uh, our mental, you know, our minds and our, um, you know, there's a lot of anxiety and fear going on. And there's a, I know that, I don't, I don't know about you, but I know that for my life, uh, it took us a bit for my wife and I to figure out this whole COVID-19 thing. And there were some challenges in our relationship. There's been challenges in other relationships. And, and then we're also going to talk to women uh, on Mother's Day about how to continue to thrive and not just survive in this season. So it's going to be a powerful month, and then we'll just kind of see what God does. But we're going to lay a foundation today and just really talk about how uh, this is a season that even when things don't look like they should, when things don't look great for our lives, that God has called us to thrive. And I'm going to give you just some real some uh, simple things that God wants to do in your life today. And so if you turn your Bibles to Exodus chapter 15, we're going to read, I'm going to read, I believe, in the NIV. So here we go, Exodus chapter 15, uh, verses 22 to 27. It says this, Then Moses led the people of Israel away from the Red Sea, and they moved out into the desert of Shur. They traveled to the desert for three days without finding any water, and when they came to the oasis of Mara, the water was too bitter to drink. So they called the place Mara, which means bitter. And then the people complained and turned against Moses. What are we going to drink? They demanded. So Moses cried out to the Lord for help. And the Lord showed him a piece of wood. And Moses threw it into the water, and this made the water good to drink. It was there at Mara that the Lord set before them the following decree as a standard to test their faithfulness to the Lord. He said, if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees, then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases that I sent on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you. That's Jehovah Rapha. After leaving Marah, the Israelites traveled on to the oasis of Elim. When they found 12 springs and 70 palm trees, they camped there beside the water. Come on, turn to the person next to you and say, they camped there beside the water. So come on. We have a story here where the people of God, the people of Israel, had just come out of uh, leaving Egypt. And you probably heard this story, but if you're watching today and you've never heard this story, what happened was there's a people called Israel, and they were God's people. God led them out of Egypt where they were in slavery, and he wanted to set them free. He wanted them to live in a promised land that was a place that he had, uh, their inheritance, a place that he had uh, given them to live free uh, underneath God's reign in their life. And so Moses came and arrived 
came and helped them escape Egypt. They went across this body of water. Moses tapped the water and the whole water split in half. And Moses went across the water with the people. They came out to the other side after this mighty, mighty, amazing miracle. Miriam, uh, Moses' sister, sang this beautiful song, just like Amanda sang today, just this beautiful song. And everyone was just dancing and having a good old time. And then Moses says, okay, let's get going on into towards our promised land. So they start walking. And so here the people are, life's good life's going pretty well you know it's like man things are great like we finally are out of slavery and you know things are driving on all cylinders and i'm liking what's happening and i'm liking this moses guy and god is faithful and come on let's 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 celebrate all god's doing and then just just it says in the bible three days later they realized that after they had been in the desert for three days they had no water nothing to drink and as they came on their journey, the Bible says that as they came on, they came to this place called the Oasis of Mara. Now, when I say the word oasis, I don't know about you, but I visualize in my mind being in a desert and seeing from a distance this mirage of palm trees and this beautiful crystal clear water. And just imagine being with your, your wife or your husband or, or your friends and your children and you're thirsty and you haven't drank in three days and you're starting to get a little bit worried. And all of a sudden off in the distance, you see this amazing oasis and you think, oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. It's crystal clear and you're getting close and you're thinking, yes, this is awesome. I can't wait to jump in that crystal clear water and take a big old drink because I'm so thirsty and you get there and little Johnny reaches down and takes a little bit of a sip of water and goes, blah, 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 this terrible water. Come to the only water you see for miles and it's bitter. You know, I thought about this story as I, I, I kind of looked at this story and I began to think about it and Lord dropped it in my mind this week as I was thinking about talking about thriving and not surviving. And what happened to these people is God had led them into a wonderful time of their life, a wonderful season of their life. They came into this place where they were experiencing the favor and the blessing and the provision of God. And then just three days later into this journey, they realized that the situation that they were in was not what they thought it was going to be and as they went into the situation and they looked at the water they began to complain and they began to look at the fact that they have been eradicated and taken out of this place of Egypt and now here they are in on their way to the promised land and they're in that place and now they're they're in that season where it's awesome and it's great and, it, and all of a sudden things did not quite turn out like they thought and it led to them complaining and being frustrated and discouraged with the situation that they were facing and they were experiencing tremendous tremendous bitter situation and I thought just about this COVID thing I thought, isn't it interesting that when we started this journey and we started this journey uh, towards COVID and I don't want to minimize any of the pain or any of the difficulty that anyone is facing across the world. So please share my heart. But for me and our family and for many of you watching, you did not experience the, uh, the effects of COVID other than the fact that now you're just locked in your own home. Now you're at your house. Yeah, your job might have switched to your home, but in my world and many worlds of people that I talked to, you know, it was almost kind of like a little vacation. I mean, it was almost kind of like, 
you kind of like felt like you were vacationing. You know, you kind of slept in a little bit longer and you stayed up a little bit later and I had an extra bag of Doritos and maybe a little bit more bubbly that night or, you know, may maybe you went to bed a little bit later and watched a little bit more Netflix and thought, oh, it's okay. I get to be home tomorrow. I'm going to sleep in. And it was almost like it was this kind of like, yeah, I, I kind of like this. I mean, if you've lost your job, obviously that probably wasn't your, your take on the situation. But for most people, it's like, this is kind of interesting kind of fun. I mean, this is kind of exciting. And how, when was the moment in this COVID experience where you realized, oh, this is a bitter situation? <laughs> where you realize that the waters we're drinking in this situation aren't as great as we thought that they were when you looked at this thing and you realized, oh my gosh, this isn't just me being able to be home. This is a global pandemic and people are losing their jobs and people are getting sick and things are happening. And man, I'm starting to feel hopelessness and I'm starting to feel loneliness and I'm starting to feel disconnection. And I'm starting to feel like, man, like even for me, like, am, are we ever going to see the end of this thing? And I started thinking like, oh man, like what's the point? Like, I almost feel like, why don't we just not do what we're doing anymore? And why don't I go do something else? And what's going to happen next? And it kind of started creating this, this kind of, uh, this idea in my mind as I went through this season where it was really kind of unique and new in the beginning, but then all of a sudden it started to taste a little bitter. It started to get a little bit discouraged and still a little bit frustrated and a little bit hopeless and a little bit visionless, if I can use that word. I started to feel a little bit like, oh my gosh, I love my wife and kids, but they're driving me bonkers. Like, I love my wife, but, you know, being with each other 24-7, all of you new couples are like, I love that. Well, hello, wait 15 years, but it's awesome. We reconciled that and everyone all good. But, you know, just being together in the same place and then our children, I love my kids, but it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to work. And Ezra's pounding in the room dressed like Batman and he wants to jump around the Zoom call with some person who's in deep tragedy and Ezra's jumping in the back going, eh, you know what I mean? Just all of these things begin to happen and you realize, oh my gosh, this is not fun. This is actually frustrating. Oh my gosh, this is actually not great. Actually, I don't like this. Actually, the water's bitter. And I'm looking past this thinking, oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? And if we weren't careful, if I wasn't careful, I would have stayed in the place and just, sur just survived this season. You get to a place in this journey where you feel like, okay, I have to make a personal decision. Either I'm going to stay in this place where I'm frustrated and I'm discouraged and I'm a little upset and I don't know where we're going next and I'm feeling disappointed in life, and I'm feeling like I'm let down, and feeling like I don't know what's going to happen next, feeling like maybe I'm a little bit lonely because I don't get to connect with people like I used to, and things aren't working out like I hoped that they would. There was a lot of potential for me to come to this point where I just said to myself, as you probably said, and with probably in the last month since it started, I just need to make it through this. I just need to get to the other side of this. We just need to get through the next couple of months. We just need to make sure that I just can get to the point where I get my job back. I just need to get to the place where I can get my job back and not be in my home all the time. It's like we were looking at this season thinking to ourselves, I just need to survive. And as followers of Jesus Christ, you and I are not called to just survive life. 
We're called to thrive in life. We are called to have an abundant life. And with a relationship with Christ and with the provision of God in your life and the patience and the grace and the mercy of God in your life, you can experience thriving in your life and not just barely make it through the season, barely make it to the end of the tunnel. You can make it through this season, going farther, going higher, doing more, being closer to God, having closer relationships, knowing more about Jesus, know more about his word, knowing more about what he's called you to, knowing more about your destiny. He wants you to thrive financially in this season. I know it's shocking. He wants you to thrive financially in this season. He wants you to thrive in your marriage in this season. He wants you to go above and beyond. That's what God wants for your life. Not just squeak our way through and hold on until things get back to normal. The truth is this. Life will never get back to the way that it was. We only have a new future. And so I want to encourage you today, don't just survive this season. Look at the story here in verse 25. It says that Moses looked at all these people who were complaining. And what happens is, is that we do, we go to this place where we, we are frustrated with the situation. We get disappointed with what's going on. We start to complain about what's going on. God, why? God, why is this happening? God, why are you doing this? Well, what's going on? We start to complain about the situation. And then we find ourselves in a place where we just are dissatisfied with our lives and it leaves us feeling uh, disconnected with our creator, God. And we feel like we are not in a growing relationship with God. But now I'm feeling a little bit frustrated with God because life is not turning out like I hoped that it would. And in verse 25... Moses cried out to the Lord for help. It's a powerful, powerful part of the story. It says the Lord showed him a piece of wood. So here's Moses on his hands and knees. Imagine for a moment, crying out to God, God, please help me. And all of a sudden he looks over and God shows his attention to a piece of wood. (laughs) Go pick up this piece of wood, Moses, and just throw it in the water. So Moses goes over, grabs this piece of wood. It was considered wormwood, I believe. He throws it into the middle of this water and the water becomes sweet. Now, this is a powerful, powerful uh, uh, symbolism of Christ. Moses was a type of Christ. Think about this. They were in the wilderness for three days. And on the third day, they came to a point where their water was turned from bitterness to sweetness. When Jesus died on a cross, he died on a piece of wood and he did that for you. And when he died on a cross and he was buried in the grave, when Jesus broke the chains of death and darkness, he turned your bitter situation into a sweet one. He turned the difficulty you're facing into a a, a great one. He turned a hopeless situation into a hope-filled one. Because of the power of the cross of Jesus Christ and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, he wants to throw a piece of wood into your situation right now. He wants to throw wood into the bitter season that you're facing right now. He wants to throw a piece of wood and the cross of Christ right into the center of your marriage. And he wants to bring the resurrection life and bring the bitterness in the bitter situation you're facing. God wants to turn it around once and for all in this season. Well, you say, no, when COVID gets over, when we get out of this pandemic and when I go back to work or when I do this or when I go here, when these things, no, when this happens and tomorrow, no, today, God wants to turn the bitter situation that you're facing in your life and he wants to make it a sweet one. He wants to turn it. And that's what Jesus does. 
He doesn't want you to wait till tomorrow, till things get better, till you have more money, till the relationship seems like it's more, it's more, you know, feasible. No, today, right now, in this Sunday, today, God wants to turn your bitter water into sweet water. And so after this happened, God led the people of Israel. Here they are at the, the, the oasis of Mara. They were looking at the, the, the situation in our context, COVID. Oh my gosh, this is not what I thought it would be. I guess I'm just gonna have to survive this season, just make it through. Hopefully I'll survive and I'll make it through this season. And God says, no, 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 no. You don't just make it through this season. Because of the power of the cross and the power of the resurrection, you get to live an abundant life right now, even in the oasis of Mara. And when they accepted that water and they accepted Jesus into their life and they accepted this salvation, this is what God did. Only 15 kilometers away from there, by foot, he led them to the oasis of Elam. That word Elam actually means palms and it says they camped there at this oasis of the palms. And this is a major prophetic picture for you today. Psalms 92 uh, verses 12 to 14. The righteous thrive like a palm tree and grow like a cedar tree in Lebanon. Planted in the house of the Lord, they thrive in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age, healthy and green. Let me say that again. The righteous thrive like a palm tree. And here's God bringing the people of Israel into the oasis of palms where there were 70 palm trees and 12 wells. He brought them into a season where they were surrounded by incredible palm trees and oases. And this is a picture of abundance for your life because God wants to do something in this season. There's three things God wants to do in this season in your life. When you go from a place, maybe you're here today and you're watching, you say, Ryan, that's me. I'm feeling disappointed. I'm feeling discouraged. I'm feeling broken. I'm feeling lost. I'm feeling my marriage is falling apart. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm actually feeling frustrated about this whole situation. I wish things would just get back to normal. If I could just survive this season, then I'll be okay. And God says, no, 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 no. I want to bring the power of my cross into the situation that you're facing right now. And I want to change your circumstance. I want to change your perspective on the circumstance so that you can experience an abundant, thriving life. And then what does he do? He takes you right in to the oasis of the palm tree. And there's three things that he wants to do. See, the palm tree was an amazing tree. In fact, the palm, of the palm tree, there was over 2,700 palm trees, different species of palm trees. And the Bible only talks about one. And it, it is the date palm tree. These are the only palm trees of all the palm trees that can survive the environment of the Middle East. And so here they come into an environment where they're surrounded by this beautiful picture of trees that will, will, will endure even when things are difficult and hard. These palm trees survive and endure and overcome. And there's three things we see about palm trees. See, God brings you into a season of thriving during COVID-19. And what he wants to do, he wants to bring you into this season so that your heart can thrive. Now, very interesting. A palm tree is a bulb, like a bulb root. A palm tree grows out of the center of the root. It does not grow outside of that. Every time a palm tree grows, it, cr it grows from the inside out. 
So it's always coming up through the palm tree and pushing it out. Other trees grow like through the branches and from the stalk and from the roots that grow out. The palm tree grows right through the center and grows out. So if you see an oak tree that's next to a barbed wire fence, and if the barbed wire fence is up against the oak tree, what will happen with the oak trees, the oak tree will actually envelop the barbed wire so it looks as though the barbed wire is inside connected to the oak tree. If you wrapped a barbed wire around a palm tree, the way the palm tree grows is it would break that barbed wire after it outgrew it in that season. So here, oak trees, this barbed wire gets wrapped around them and it becomes, it gets in them and it's a part of them and it, it, like, it looks like it's a part of the tree. But a palm tree, when you wrap that barbed wire around it, when it grows enough, its heart swells with growth, it shatters that barbed wire off of its body. And that's what God wants to do in this season in your life. He wants to bring you into a season where you're just like the palm tree, where all of those bondages that are in your life that are wrapped around you. You say, Ryan, I can't seem to shake this addiction to pornography or to spending money or to alcohol. I can't seem to break this addiction to spending, spending um, money or whatever it might be, or maybe it's pride or anger or an attitude. I can't seem to shake this in my life. It just feels like it's wrapped around me. It becomes a part of me. It's because God wants you to start to grow from the inside out. He wants you to thrive in the area of your heart he wants you to begin to see transformation in your heart today and what's going to happen is he's going to break off the addictions and the things that are holding you back in this season from experiencing the thriving life what keeps us back from thriving and keeps us just surviving is these bondages that are wrapped and these shackles that are wrapped around our lives around our mind around our heart around our soul and you've been trying to grow on the outside by doing different things. And man, in this season, and man, I just give up. Listen, today, if you let the Holy Spirit change your heart and let him begin to cause there to be growth from the inside out, he brings you into a season of thriving where he begins to transform you. Look at the scripture in Psalms 1, 2, and 3. But, who, but, but blessed is he whose delight is in the law of the Lord, who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and his leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. So this is what I want to encourage you to do during this COVID season. I want you to go back and start your reading plan again. Maybe you've fallen out of your rhythm of reading your daily word and spending time in talking with the Lord. And just like me, i got to be honest with you, the first couple of weeks I kind of fell out of my rhythm Telling our staff, I said, guys, I'm out of my rhythm. How do, what do I do? They're helping me. Come on, try this, try that. I want to encourage you today. Stop trying to grow on the outside by doing good things or by being a nice person. Or Those are all good things. Start trying to see breakthrough in your life by getting into God's word. And as you study God's word and as you get into God's word and as you uh, devour God's word and you spend time in his presence on pursue night and our Sunday gatherings and in your groups and you begin to experience the presence of God and your heart begins to change and transform and you begin to grow from the inside out. These shackles and bondages on your life will be broken in this season, not become a part of you in this season. You know, the cool thing about this idea of these roots is that, like I mentioned, uh, the idea of these roots is that 
it's a bulb and it grows from its heart. And these roots are the deepest, deepest roots of any tree. They go down so, so, so far. The roots go down deep. And what happens is, is that over time, as it grows, the fruit becomes sweeter and sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. Come on, don't you want to be a person who becomes sweeter and sweeter and sweeter? You know, have you ever spent time with people where you just go around them and they're just crotchety, you know? They're just kind of like, ooh, like, man, like, you just hate everything, don't you? Like, aren't you a follower of Jesus? Why are you complaining so much? Like, you know, people who are upset about something all the time. And over time, even though I profess to believe in God, I get a little critical. I'm getting a little cynical. I'm getting a little upset. I don't like this season. I don't like what's going on. I don't like what's happening in my life. Listen, the, the person who lives in the thriving life in that season, letting God lead them into the palms of Elam, into the, into the oasis of Elam, that type of person becomes more like Jesus and becomes sweeter and sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. Let me tell you, when we started this season, I have to be fully honest with you, I had kind of had, we call it pa- compassion fatigue. I just kind of got, I'll be honest with you, I just got tired of people. I just wanted to be alone. I didn't want to talk to anybody because I was frustrated. I was frustrated with the situation. I was frustrated with what's going on. I was upset that it's happening. And I just didn't want to talk to people. And you know what God spoke to my heart? He said, Ryan, he says, remember, if you're going to be like me, you got to become sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. you got to love people like I love people, Ryan. And I began to pray, Lord, help me to love people like you love people. Lord, help me to care for people like you care for people. And over time, I got sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. And look at me, I'm all sweet. Look at that. <laughs> Just kidding. But you, over time, become more like Jesus, and he wants you to thrive and be more like him in this season. Come on, the second thought here today, the second thought is this, is that the really cool thing about these roots of these palm trees is that they grow in clumps. So when you look at the root system of a palm tree, they're all intertwined like this. See, when you let God thrive, uh, when you thrive in the season that feels like you should just be surviving, when you let God lead you into a place of thriving, when you let God lead you into a season away from the bitterness, away from the, the pain, away from the sin, away from that season where you were in Mara and you were frustrated, but you say, okay, God, I'm going to receive you into my life. I'm going to receive your grace in my life, the power of your Holy Spirit into my life, God. I'm going to receive it into my heart and my life. Guess what he does? He leads you to the place of Elam and it causes causes your roots to be intertwined with other palm trees' roots. And so a sign that you're thriving, God wants to bring you into a season of connectedness. See, survival is when you're alone. You survive when you're alone. But when you're in community, you thrive. I want to encourage you today. We have great groups. We have five groups in our church. I want to encourage you today to join one of those groups that happen once a week. We study the Word of God together. We pray together. They're online, so you don't have to be together physically if you don't want to. And it's a great opportunity for you to thrive in this season. I want to encourage you today. You will not thrive on your own. You will only survive this season. God wants you to thrive. And the way you thrive is by intertwining the roots with other palm trees, by letting God lead you into the place of palm trees. You look around and say, well, I'm not alone anymore. I'm in a season where there's other people who are feeling just like I'm feeling, I was able to call a friend of mine, uh, Josiah Guernsey. He's a great pastor up in the north. And I called him and said, bro, I'm frustrated and I'm discouraged. And my, my roots begin to be intertwined with another brother in Christ. And I found that I was thriving in that season. And I was growing in that season. And my heart was swelling with love for him and his presence. And I was able to come back from that season of feeling discouraged and frustrated. Why? Because I stopped trying to do it alone. 
You've got to stop trying to survive this season on your own and know that as a follower of Jesus Christ, you are intertwined, your roots are intertwined in the body of Christ, and you are connected together in this season as one. The last I hear today is this, is that when God brought them into this season of alien, when they accepted the cross of Christ and they allowed him to turn their bitter situation into a sweet one, and they came into the presence of God and God led them into this place of Elam, this place where they were camping and living and they were diving in the water and experiencing this amazing season with God. You have to understand something about this palm tree. This palm tree was considered the number one resourceful tree of any other tree. In fact, one palm tree could sustain an entire Jewish family for generations. One palm tree would bring, would bring food and vitamins, and water, and tools, and bedding, and houses. From one palm tree, you would be able to survive. And, and so when people saw a palm tree, it was a signpost that's, that, that, uh, of, of salvation. Now listen, here's the third one. When you are led into this place of Elam, so I hope you're following me today. People of Israel were doing great. They came into a season where it looked like it was going to be okay. Their hearts begin to get discouraged. They were frustrated. They begin to complain. They begin to get angry and frustrated about the situation. And God came in, in the scripture. That wood in that scripture represents the cross of Jesus Christ. And that means that when you, again, every day, pick up your cross and follow after God. Accept the cross of Jesus Christ into your life. As, as I said earlier, this is a season not to break. As a palm trees don't break, palm trees bow. That's why they can make it through the storm. They don't snap and the our branches don't break. Palm trees bow down. And so in this season, if we can just bow down before the Lord, say, okay, God, I'm frustrated. I don't like how this is going. And my marriage is struggling and man my relationships are man my finances are I just don't know what's going to happen next God but Lord I just receive your grace and your mercy in my life I accept the cross and the resurrection of Jesus Christ in my life God I just accept that right now. I'm not going to stay in this season where I'm just going to survive I'm going to receive your grace and mercy in the cross of Christ in my life and guess what he does he takes you by the hand and he leads you into the palms of Elam he takes you right to the oasis of Elam he says okay I want you to thrive and grow in your heart I want there to be gross swelling inside of you and bondage is broken in your life. Come on, he says, I want, I want to bring you to a place where you're in community and you're connected and you're thriving in relationship. And lastly, I want your life to be a signpost of salvation for those around you. You become a palm tree where you provide resources for the people around you, where they look at you and say, I can find water here, and I can find food here, and I can find grace here, and I can find hope here. When your neighbor next door who doesn't know the Lord says, man, this is really tough, huh? You don't say, yeah, man, I'm barely making it, just surviving. You say, no, and I'm living. God is with me. I believe what God's calling me to do. I believe that God's life is with me. I mean, you just begin to speak what God is doing. You're a signpost of hope and joy and grace and mercy because you are like a palm tree in the oasis of Elam. The righteous thrive like a palm tree. You become a place of hope and salvation for people rather than a person who's hopeless and needs salvation. You're providing that for people. You're providing that for your neighbors and for your family. You're now a person of hope and a person of future and a person of destiny and you're looking prophetically to what God has in store for you. On. If you're watching today, I just want to pray with you. I believe the Lord wants you today to accept his cross in your life. Accept the love and the power of Jesus. He died for you. He 
rose on the third day so that you no longer have to live in a place and just survive. He wants you to thrive. He brings you by the hand into this place of the oasis, the 12, 12 wells and the 70 palm trees. And you get to enjoy the fact that in this season you get to grow. In this season you get to develop relationships and connectedness. And you get to make an impact. You get to be a resource. You get to be a signpost of salvation for those who need Jesus in this season. That's what thriving looks like. Come on, let me pray for you. Two people I want to pray for today. First person, you're watching today and you go to church and you're a follower of Jesus. But you just say, Ryan, I'm just, I'm in that place where I feel like I've, I'm, I'm at the, the oasis of Mara. I'm feeling this bitter situation. I'm just not liking it. I'm not doing very well. And I want to humble myself and accept the cross of Jesus into my life. Accept Christ and commit my mind and so that he can lead me in this season to a place of thriving so I just don't have to survive. God, I just pray right now for those people. I just pray for those watching. Those who are feeling as though, God, that they're just stuck on this place, this spring of Mara. They feel like they're stuck there. And they cried out and they complained, Lord, today we throw that piece of wood into their, into their pool today. We throw the cross of Christ into their situation, into their marriage, into their finances, into the situation they're facing that they feel is overwhelming and they don't know what to do. God, we throw it into that place right now. We say, God, would you come and would you minister and would you transform and would you make new and would you bring deliverance and salvation in this season, oh God? Would you cause them to thrive and not just survive? God, I pray for those who are watching today who don't know you. If you're here today and you're watching, you say, Ryan, I don't know the Lord. And I need to start a relationship with Jesus Christ right now. Come on, you're here today, and you want to start a relationship with Jesus Christ. All you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. The Bible says you will be saved. It's very simple. Just repeat after me. And as you can make that confession of faith with your mouth, the Bible says you're saved. And you can start a journey with him by joining Love City Church or another great church in this city or wherever you're at. And make sure you get a part of a local church and start being a part of that, engaging in that environment. If you do give your life to the Lord today, we'd love you to email us at info at lovecitychurch.ca so that we can pray with you and get you going in the right direction on your journey. Would you pray with me? Just repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I want to start a relationship with you. I want to go from Mara to Elim. I accept your salvation into my life. I accept your cross. I accept your love and your forgiveness. And I give my life to you. I confess that you are my God and I want to follow after you. Forgive me of all my sin. I turn around and go the other direction towards you. I love you and I want to start a journey with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining us at Love City Church online this Sunday. We pray that the message was an encouragement to your faith and that your faith is built up in this season. I also want to encourage you to stay connected and lean in to the community that we have available at Love City Church. Uh, on different nights of the week, we have our uh, small groups meeting up, and you can find more information on that and join digitally over Zoom. And also, we have our Pursue Night, prayer and worship every Wednesday from 6 to 7 p.m. on Facebook Live. Also, as a church, we want to thank you for uh, your continued generosity and giving uh, as part of Love City Church. And if you're new today, or this is your first, or maybe you've checked out uh, the online stream a few times, we'd love to have you uh, join us and meet Pastor Ryan and Stephanie. They're gonna be joining us live right now on Facebook Live. 
So they'd just love to share a little bit of their heart with you and some of the rhythm of our church and get a chance to wave at you and say hi. So I pray that you have an awesome rest of your Sunday and a great week, and we'll see you Wednesday for Pursuer at a group or again as the message series continues next Sunday at 1030. Thank you so much and have a blessed week. Thank you for listening to our Love City Church podcast. Visit us online at www.lovecitychurch.ca. We pray that this message encourages you and strengthens you in your walk with Jesus.